This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's look towards the NBA slate today, see if we can find some winners on an NBA Wednesday here on the Daily Tip. Let's go to the Hawks and the Wizards. The Wizards coming off a back-to-back. So the Hawks favored here on the road at minus three and a half. Uh, Not seeing a total, but Jenks, who do you like? I would just go with the with the Hawks here. And ultimately, God, the Wizards didn't cover last night. But you mentioned it. Second game in as many nights. And when you look at the Hawks, they're due for, I think, a win and a cover under Quinn Snyder. Also, Washington is a much worse covering team when playing at home. They're only 12-17-1 against the number here in D.C. That is fourth worst in the NBA. So I think with the Wizards and their tired legs, I'd probably roll with the Hawks here. I think so as well. And I'm not going to hold it against the Hawks going toe-to-toe with a Heat team that is finally healthy. Um, So I think the Wizards are not a team that, you know, I'm going to love off of a back-to-back. It's a team that has, like, not a ton to play for. And you're right. I think at some point the Quinn Snyder-led Atlanta Hawks are going to break through with a win because if you look at their last few games, they've been, you know, pretty close games. Like eventually Mm -hmm. the ball is going to roll in their favor because last game they lost 130 to 128. Uh, The game before they played the Heat, the same, you know, back-to-back nights, 117-109. And then that other loss to the Wizards, which I should mention, uh, 119-116. So eventually they're going to get a win. I think this is the time and the place. Let's go to Miami, the Heat hosting the Cavs. This line has moved from one and a half to two and a half. The Cavs road favorites here totaled to 12 and a half. Jinx, initially, I think you look at this and you say, Mm -hmm. oh, the Cavs are the better team. And I would imagine that's probably why this line has moved. But the Heat are getting healthy. I don't think this game Mm -hmm. is as easily predictable as I originally thought. I don't think so, but also even the other night when the Heat squeezed out that victory, they didn't cover. The Hawks covered by the hook. I believe that number was mm-hmm. Heat minus two and a half, and I think they won by two. I, I I don't think the Heat are an auto fade in the NBA, but I need a bigger sample size before I say, okay, now is the time to bet Miami. They're 9-22 and 22 against the number this season. That is awful at home. The worst team in the NBA in covering at home. And the Cavaliers, as we know, as we know, have plenty of talent. So the Cavaliers are much better at covering the number back in Cleveland. But until I see more from the Heat, I would I think the money is headed in the right direction here. So I'd lay it with the Cavs. I think I'd be on the Cavs as well. And I think there are other angles to look at. The one that I found the other day that I was kind of looking at here, but we didn't have uh three point props last night that I could look at was the Heat give up the second most three-pointers per game and the second highest three-point percentage. So if there's anybody on the Cavs that you think can shoot some threes, and I think the number is going to be higher for Donovan Mitchell because it should be mentioned that Donovan Mitchell is on an absolute tear. He scored 35-plus in three of his last four. So maybe looking at Darius Garland. And I was looking at his numbers. This guy has been shooting the lights out over the past month or so. He is shooting over 50% from the three-point line. So maybe we get a shorter number on here uh, for Darius Garland. I think it'll probably be two and a half. Uh, Last game, uh, I don't think he shot too many threes. But uh, like I said, 
um, shooting 54% from the three-point line. Uh, and so I think that is the play. He has made at least five threes in two of his last three games. So Darius Garland over his three-point prop, maybe that's the play for me. Uh, let's go to the Pelicans and the Mavs. Mavs laying two and a half, total 231. Uh, Jenks, the Mavs have been a tough bet this year. You never really know what you're going to get. But mm-hmm. this is a short number because usually I'm fading the Mavericks if it is a big number for them to lay because usually they will win the game, but they won't cover the spread. So uh, what do you think the angle is? Yeah, I saw this number and I said, what the hell's going on here? Why are the Mavs only laying two and a half points? Doesn't that seem really, really short? It certainly does to me. Here's the thing. I did some mm-hmm. digging around. I'm like, there's something going on here. The worst team in the NBA playing on back-to-back nights is the Dallas Mavericks. They are 2-7-1 against the number this season. Now, many of those losses came without Kyrie Irving in the lineup, so you have to take that into account. However, that said, Kyrie doesn't play any defense, and I I, I guess I would lean Mavs. This number seems short, but also it's a little sus to me, as the kids would say. <laughs> so I would I would actually take a look at Pelicans on the money line. I'm not going to bet this game, but this, this line is way too fishy. If they were playing anybody else besides the Pelicans, I would probably be with you. But the Pelicans are not exactly trustworthy. They have not covered oh. in six of their last seven games. And I'll say the under's been hot for New Orleans. Uh, under's hit in four straight games. Maybe that's the play, because I think... The immediate thought that I had that Dallas was not good off back-to-backs, think about how slow Luka Doncic runs. Do you think this is too stereotypical <laughs> of me? Is just thinking about like Luka being like, oh my God, I played 40 minutes last game. You're trotting me back out here again and I'm supposed to run up and down the court? Like That's what I think of. Do you think that's too ster- stereotypical? No, he's not the fastest guy. Luka's such an odd... Well- just an odd it's not a matter of fast fast it's just like the effort doesn't seem there right well here's the thing is that luca is brilliant at playing basketball he's also not that fast he's also not a great defender but at the same time he's banged up he's kind of a hothead he's an awesome basketball player but i don't think you're necessarily wrong with that characterization it's like watching nikola Jokic, okay like nikola Jokic is not the most athletic guy you're not going to see these incredible athletic feats like Nikola Jokic is not going to electrify you like John Morant coming down the lane and throwing down a tomahawk jam what he will do is just carve you up in every way possible so yeah there, there, there's truth to, to that for sure but it doesn't necessarily translate to whether or not you can play the game well the difference between Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic is uh Nikola Jokic last year I remember averaged more points per game on the second leg of a back-to-back so like I know he plays slow, and I get what, you know, the parallel you're trying to make. It's just, I don't know. Sometimes the effort doesn't seem there for Luka Doncic. And also, he is the one orchestrating the offense. Like, he's the point guard. Mm -hmm. He's setting the pace. So, I don't know. It's one of those angles that's just kind of caught my attention, but maybe there's nothing there. But that's the purpose of the show. We're workshopping things. We're trying to find you the best angles for all of these games. So, I wanted to take some time to talk about this next game because I think it's going to be – a fantastic showing from the Phoenix Suns, but they're 12 and a half point favorites hosting the Thunder. The big story here is Kevin Durant playing his first home game in a Suns uniform. So I've already looked at the props for Kevin Durant, 25 and a half, 26 and a half for his points prop. Yeah, you're not getting any value there, but 
what do we expect from this game? Because, like, I think we expect the Suns to win, but it's 12 and a half too many points. God, I don't want to lay 12 and a half points. Now, SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is not playing, and I believe he had 33 last night, and he's a guy who I thought would be maybe on a minutes restriction in last night's game. Because they're was tanking. Not, he played a lot. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I, I understand why the Suns are massive favorites here. This is the first home game for Kevin Durant. Even one of the headlines on ESPN right now is KD expects Phoenix crowd to be loud. Yeah, I would say that's probably going to be the case, but I, I don't I don't necessarily feel comfortable laying 12 and a half because the Thunder have been so good at covering the number this season. However, I do remember that short span. It was just like a week and a half ago when SGA was not in the lineup and OKC was getting drilled. So maybe the Suns are the right side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if SGA is not playing, I think I would be on the Suns. Do you think there is any way to play this in the first half? Like, do you think if you got a shorter mm-hmm. number or do you think that that is nothing? Well, I think that's probably the way. To, well, you can look at it one of two ways, right? The Suns come out like gangbusters. They just blow the doors off. Or are they going to be so filled with adrenaline and come out overhyped and then over the course of the game, they settle in and wear down the Thunder because they're going to be shorthanded? I wouldn't mind looking at the first half, but that's more of your strength than mine. I wish I were better at that than than I am. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. I think the sabotage factor is sometimes you just don't make shots. And it's not a matter of like who the better team is. It's just when you play the whole game, I think you slice down the volatility some if it comes mm-hmm. to like shooting stats. Uh, so maybe the full game is the play, but I don't, I think the bottom line is I cannot find a reason to back OKC in this in any way. No, not without SGA. What back? No. Back to back nights playing games and had a shootout last night with the Warriors, their best players out. So, the only the only case is it's a big number, and that's not a case I like to make. Oh, the number's too big. If I really find an angle I like and I think the number's too big, okay, that's one thing. Here, it's just the number itself with no real reasoning behind it. So this is a stay away or Suns for me. Right, and the Suns still have something to play for. Like, they're not the number one seed in the Western oh, yeah. Conference, so I think their foot will be squarely on the gas pedal. Uh, let's go to the Blazers-Celtics. Celtics laying nine, nine and a half at home. Total 232. A huge number here, but I'll say one thing about the Celtics. They have a ton of depth, even when they don't have their starters in or even when they don't have, like, their big names playing. Even when Jason Tatum's not playing, they have other guys that can come in and pick up the slack. I think this team's probably going to be hungry after that loss where Grant Williams missed both of his free throws to send the game to overtime they lost to the Cavs. Uh, What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I like the Celtics quite a bit here. They need this win. They haven't been playing great mm-hmm. basketball, and they had two overtime games. Also in that last game, Jason Tatum sat out. Al Horford sat out. They should play tonight, and it's a long trip across the country for the Blazers. I laid them nine and a half with Boston here. I like that as well. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.